So we really need to think to ourselves, what is it? How can I go above and beyond? How can I do that so that I am going to get reviews at the end of it when on this positive one where she says, I said, I write here, it says, I'd love a review I can share with others. Could you please give me one? And she says, Geraldine is clear and concise with her workshops. Her sense of humor is refreshing. She is on point with all of her training. Value for money, definitely over-delivered. Thank you. So those are the reviews we want. Those are the people that we want coming to see us, being our clients, being in the room with us while we're treating and looking after them, while you're out there listening to my podcast, while you're out there thinking, do I do a course with Geraldine? That's what we want to hear. That's what we want, all of us want. And I know that that's what you want too. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. So how are you? Today, I wanted to talk to you about the importance of feedback. Okay, so I've had two lots of feedback that have one's totally disappointed and one has been really, really good. And we have to do feedback with our clients and with everything we do. So let's do the disappointing one first, shall we? What happened was someone applied for the Confident Consulting course that I was running, the workshop day, and email. And what had happened was she started out, she applied and then there's an upsell for the academy and she touched on that and then left so what I got was an email from her saying I don't want to be in the academy I didn't realize you know it's a monthly payment and I can't afford that so I just emailed back totally fine don't worry about it just go in here's the and press on your account section and cancel your membership totally fine not a worries so I just sent that back then I got another email from her saying I can't get in I don't know what's going on with the confident consulting which I've purchased and so I emailed back follow the link on this email. Now that's where I went wrong. I should have spent longer perhaps reading or really contacting. I don't understand what the problem is because you're obviously getting my email. So what is actually the problem? Because it hasn't clicked for me yet. And then I got an email this morning saying, right, I want my money back. I can't get in. I'm like, hang on a minute. I've totally clearly misunderstood from the beginning of this. I need to go and find out what I've done. So I go into the back end and she's got multiple email addresses and she has been receiving the emails. But I would assume like lots of us do, and this is something we all do, is once we get worried or scared by tech, we stop doing it or we stop looking. We don't take that breath and come back to it. We disassociate ourselves from it. And that causes a problem. And we all do it. I do it. You know, this isn't unique to her. This is all of us. Something is hard to do. So we just back away and don't do it. Now I'm like, hang on a minute. I don't want anyone dissatisfied with I'm more than happy to give her the money back. That's fine. But I don't want anyone dissatisfied with anything that I'm delivering. So now, as always, I'm going to over deliver to her. I'm going to, you know, I'm like, let's she said I want to chat to you about this I'm like totally absolutely brilliant thank you so much I mean if she said I just want my money back done but she said I want to chat to you about this I'm like yes totally let's do this let's get her because at the end of that email she said you know I'm disappointed now I don't want to do it 
I want to get her back up. I want her vibe back up. I want her creating and achieving and doing all the things that I want you all to do as practitioners. I want the very best for you. So now I'm going to get in there with her. I'm going to over deliver to her and I'm going to make sure that she does the work, whether or not I give her the money back. She can have the money back and I will still do that time with her to make sure she's back on track, being who she wants to be, being in charge of her future and what's going on with her. Now, on the same day as I get this email from her, as I work through with her and go, yeah, I'm going to make sure that she achieves this. I also, because she was replying on the back of an email that I sent that said, please review the course because really important we get feedback, really important we get our reviews, isn't it? So on the so she sent it on the back of that email saying, well, I haven't done it yet and I want my money back. On that same email, someone did fill in, a few people have turned, filled in or started to fill in the type form, but only one has completed. So I've only got one set of answers at the moment. And I'm going to send it out again to everyone to remind them. I've said, so in the questionnaire type form, there's questions, right? So I said, what questions do you have for me? And she says, you know, what is it that you want to feed back to me? So she says, I absolutely love the course. What would be best for me? My situation. Starting up again, private practice with a group. I won't say any more than that because it says who she is really. I need to get my own clients initially and set up systems and programs. So then the next question was, what's your biggest challenge, frustration or roadblock right now? She said, overwhelm, getting clients. So these are what we all struggle with, right? We all struggle with getting clients. And if I haven't said Google My Business in the last five episodes or so, then Google My Business is the way to go. Then the question was, what's your biggest takeaway from the course? So this is the confident consulting course that we did, the workshop that we did. So I've said, what's your biggest takeaway from the course? And she said, the forward coaching is superb. This is a game changer. So when we talk about our forward it's seeding for our clients. It's getting them to think to the future. What would it be like in the future if we do these things now? And there's a number of scripts and techniques within the live webinar and within the recordings to get people thinking to the future. So they're not thinking people can't help but think about now if they have pain. Obviously, you know, all they can think about is that pain. But once we get them to imagine into the future and the change, what it'd be like without the pain, what it would be like without the problem, they do start getting that motivation to move forward and they start to change so you know this person has said that's her biggest takeaway what was the next thing I wrote was what was your biggest aha moment she said forward coaching stands out the most obviously this is something she hadn't occurred to her it hadn't reached into her to say this is where we're at if we're thinking about the future our clients thinking about the future if they're forward projecting then they're going to start implementing that change you're going to start looking for change that those results that they're desiring and they're looking at into the future so you know there is the mini bundle the conducting confident consultations but we will be doing the workshop again because obviously this is really important so um the people who've bought the mini bundle i will send them a discount voucher to do the rest of the course the live so I mean you could do it that way if you want to and buy the mini bundle knowing that when it comes up I will send you a coupon to remove that $47 but it's just you know to see and hear and understand how much certain parts of something that you do changes something for someone so this one lady I've wrecked it for her because I didn't follow up properly and that is my problem so I can tell you about an amazing feedback follow-up that I recently had and that was with a nickname company right I bought some knickers online so I bought these knickers from this company and I had bought some last year as 
well. So I recently bought these knickers. I got, it was, you know, you buy more, you buy, the cheaper it becomes. So I bought five pairs and then I pulled a pair of knickers out of the drawer and I was like, hang on a minute, these are ripped. These are brand new. What the heck? And so I took a photo of it. I wrote down the batch number. They were in perfect condition, except the waistband had come off the front of the knickers and I mean front never comes off does it it's always the sides or whatever so I was like oh this is terrible so I took a photo and I sent it I'd sent it to the wrong email address I then sent it again to the correct email address I had time to reread what I'd written so I was able to put in more information and then I got an email back we're really sorry um can you tell us when you purchased these because I got them all you know three weeks ago I got them on you know May 1st or something then I got another email and we can't see that you purchased them then when have you purchased them so I was like oh oh when did I purchase them but they look perfect so I went back through and I couldn't find them and then eventually like I forgot right things were happening and I forgot to follow up because she's like well because that email had said the two emails the first one had said we're really sorry we need to find when you purchased them and then the second email I was like okay I have to go searching for these things for this you know the delivery note whatever and then I forgot got busy things were happening and then she emailed back and said we haven't heard from you we're just wondering if we could follow this up that's really important to us that you're happy now this is where I fell down didn't I because I didn't follow her up and double check at that second email that she sent me the second email that I didn't really understand the first email I had assumed was all about the academy. The second email was about the course, but I didn't understand it. And this is where both problems occurred. And that when I looked it up on that email address, I couldn't find it. So I went to my other email address, the default email address that often ends up, which is in my maiden name. And um, and there it was. And I didn't have any of the purchase information from when I purchased those knickers last year but I still had the delivery note from the post office. So I was able to say, I don't have any other information, but it was, I think that was in May as well, in 2021. So, you know, here's the information, but I do understand now I realize that they weren't from this recent purchase, but they're in such perfect condition. You know, they've obviously been trapped at the back of the drawer. New knickers have arrived. I've chucked out old knickers, so we've got more space in the drawer. So I just assumed that they were from this delivery as they're in such pristine condition. And then she emails back two days later and I was like, I'm really sorry, I just had my days off. So I've only been able to catch up with this now. I'm really sorry, you know, that was a long time ago. We only guarantee them X length of time. This is all on our website, da 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 But we're going to credit you for a pair of knickers because you've sent the photos and they are in really good condition we don't want anyone to be unhappy so here I have this amazing amazing feedback from this knicker company in Sydney and here I'm not able to provide that to the people who are talking to me so with gmail there's this really handy follow-up thing which goes at five days but five days is actually quite a long time if you're on a time sensitive training so we've really got to think how long should we leave our follow-up? In this case, she was following me up straight away. Then she had her two days off work because their support is seven days a week. And so she'd had her two days off. There's obviously more than her just working in support. And so, you know, she apologized, but it was two days. Now I get my nudges from Gmail at five days. So what am I going to do when I come off this podcast I'm going to go into my Gmail and see if I can put my nudges up to two days because then I wouldn't have missed that from her right I like to respond to any negative and positive feedback from me 
I can give you another example of where I was really struggling. I was in New Zealand. I'd hired a car and it was raining a lot. And in South Australia, we don't have rain and we don't have corners. So I'm kind of not really used to corners and I'm not really used to rain. So um, I want a car that I feel is safe. Now, I did hire this car from like an economy company or a budget or something or other company. It wasn't, it wasn't budget. It wasn't that brand. It was an economy company car. And everyone it had really good reviews, you know. And I got this car that had bald tires, or as far as I was concerned, they were bald tires. And I couldn't lock it properly because the key fob wasn't working. Now, I've got a super cheap hire, so I should expect things not to be perfect, but I do expect them to be safe right? And they do have high standards of warrant fitness in New Zealand, whereas in South Australia, we don't. So, you know, here's me in this car. And then I try to contact the car company and she just won't contact me back. The woman who's running that branch won't contact me back. I can't get a hold of them. I can't get any, there's nothing happening. There's no support. I can't get hold of her. I'm getting really angry. And I've tried a lot. I've tried to be super nice. I go into the branch in the end and I'm like, this is unacceptable. I'm in the countryside and you will not because I've gone to see my mother, you will not respond to me. I need you to respond to me. And I still keep getting fobbed off and all the rest of it. So ultimately, I thought, well, if this is the way it actually works with this company, maybe all these reviews are false. So I'm going to leave a bad review. I left them a one-star review. And then, because I've got this problem with this old email address with my maiden name, it had decided to do the review on that one rather than on my own updated Gmail addresses. So I put this in and then I thought, oh, actually, I've that's inaccurate. That bit in there is inaccurate. I need to take it out and rewrite it. So I took it out, rewrote it, but it didn't reload. So the company had seen it, then saw it removed. So then they thought, oh, OK, we don't have to do anything about it. They didn't follow up, even though it had been flagged to them. So then when I got home, I was able to figure out, because I got my laptop when I got home, I was able to figure out my old this old gmail address which i still have still exists because i've still got all the accounts and everything that go with it and and make it work again and put the review up under my new one so the guy that phoned me he phoned me from new zealand the owner uh, general manager whatever he is the ceo of the company and said we're really sorry this is not what you know because i'd said in the review this person should not be in charge of this branch if they cannot respond if i go to voicemail i'm never answered you know and i got absolutely no support from them i can't even leave a message for them their message at the office goes into a non-supported voicemail all of these things this is just but i left constructive criticism right i was like these things can't occur because this is a car this is a thing that i can die in you know come on um it's not a pair of knickers it's something i can you know i could take out somebody else or myself because there's safety issues here and so i need to have a response so i got phoned by the guy who owns the company basically it's a family firm and he phoned me he utterly apologized i've got a free car for a week when i eventually go back but like me the owner of the company, you respond to the reviews. It reflects on you as a person. So it reflected on him. So he came back, he spoke to me, he sorted it out. So it went to the top and he was, you know, utterly apologetic. But because I'd left a structured review saying these things can't be allowed to happen, this person clearly wasn't in control of what was going on. She wasn't in control of the branch. These, she's clearly not supported by her head office if she can't 
meet these targets. So it's not her fault. Yes, the blame is being laid with her. But where is her support system and her network from head office? If this is okay with them, this isn't okay. So they took all that on board. And he was like, look, these are the changes we've made. This is things we've put in place. We now have more people at our branch office. We've got more happening and so on and so forth. So he'd taken that constructive criticism and he changed their working practices on it. I got my knickers. I got a credit note and an apology, but, and also, you know, we own, these are the guarantees we have on your knickers. And now I've got this lady who I have not followed her up. So how many people are you not following up because we get too busy or what has happened with my clients in the past? I've worried that I have messed up, that I have gone wrong. Now with both the knicker company and the car company for me, I've ultimately left really good reviews right? I've left, you know, well, actually the car company is four star and it says we had a problem and it's all sorted out. With the Nicker company, actually, have I even reviewed them yet? I don't think I have and I need to go and do that. So, and they will get a five star review from me because what we want, you know, not everyone's going to review us and that's fine, but what we want are happy customers. What we want are, in this case with a podcast, happy listeners. So we really need to think to ourselves, what is it? How can I go above and beyond? How can I do that so that I am going to get reviews at the end of it when on this positive one, where she says, I said, I write here, it says, I'd love a review. I can share with others. Could you please give me one? And she says, Geraldine is clear and concise with her workshops. Her sense of humor is refreshing. She is on point with all of her training. Value for money, definitely over-delivered thank you. So those are the reviewers we want. Those are the people that we want coming to see us, being our clients, being in the room with us while we're treating and looking after them, while you're out there listening to my podcast, while you're out there thinking, do I do a course with Geraldine? That's what we want to hear. That's what we want, all of us want. And I know that that's what you want too. So this podcast is all about following up, follow up good reviews, follow up bad reviews, follow up those emails. So I'm going to go into Gmail now and I'm going to move that nudge from five days to two so that I can make sure that I am on top of anything that's going on. So that I'm on top of, you know, my reviews. I'm on top of all of the other things as well that I might be missing without realizing it. That I might not be following up because I'm not on top of what's... Because I'm busy. We're all busy, right? I'm solidly busy. But we need to be on top of our clients and our customers. And that is just as important for you and your clients as it is for me and mine. So what systems are you going to put in place to make sure that your customers are happy and that you're following them up? Automated emails work a treat because people will reply to them and it's totally okay if you've told them there's an, you know, after any appointment, everyone gets automated reply from my Acuity account saying, was everything okay? I speak too fast. Have you got any other questions? Reply to this email. I've put that email all over the place. So it's definitely in all the groups and things like that. So we want good reviews, don't we? I'd love a good review from you from this podcast. I'd love a five-star review, obviously. Somebody has recently given me a one-star review and we know when we get like a one-star review like that, that's someone just being nasty. That is just, they have the problem. They have the issue. Even two stars is nasty. It's, that's about 
about them that's not about us and so when we look at people's things and we see that one star review I gave a one star review to get the attention of the car company I got the attention of the car company we resolved it I changed my review all right but we know when it's just stars and there's no words or even when there's words and we can see that those words are not associated with the company because, you know, you get reviews, people just say nasty things, don't they? People will say, you know, there's all these keyboard warriors, they'll say anything really. So we have to think to ourselves, is it a real review? Is it a false review? What can be changed? What can we follow up? And how can we make sure that our clients are always happy? Whether we've resolved their issue or not, they're still happy You know, it might be that we see someone and we realize we can't help them and we have to refer them on. They will still be happy with that referral because they will know that you have done your best, that you have done all you can do with that client before you refer them to somebody else. So since my day is checking out my reviews and my referrals and my systems, how about you go and do that too so that you know you're on top of this problem before it becomes a problem all right so I hope that's helped you you know because these mistakes that we make and these things that go on hopefully they help you so that you don't make the mistake that I have made and that you can preempt these mistakes before they happen so have an absolutely beautiful rest of day and I look forward to catching up with you in the next podcast thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.